Hey everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter, and me, Courtney Fogel. Grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, today we are talking about starting your own firm, and I have two guests with me, so would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Sure, I'm Amanda St. Pierre. Okay, what's the name of your firm? The name of my firm is St. PR, cool. a play on my last name. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And what about you? My name is Adam Russo, and I'm the owner of Com 616 Public Relations. Okay, so what's your story, both of you guys? Where did you guys start, and how did you get to where you are now? Okay, I'll start. Um, I actually am a, a graduate of Grand Valley, so okay. go Lakers. Um, I interned at a hospital and stayed um, in that position for three years right out of college and then moved to a community foundation. I worked in philanthropy, nonprofit communications for 11 years Okay. and then decided I want, to, I want more freedom and flexibility. I'm going to go out on my own. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I did and I've been doing this. It'll be two years in May. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and so I am also a Grand Valley alum. Um, All right. Go Lakers again. <laughs> um, so I started uh, out, out of college with an internship that was a little non-traditional. So it was a, a local businessman who was putting together a team to, believe it or not, uh, shoot and film a sitcom in Grand Rapids. It was during the time where Michigan had the tax incentives and they were shooting movies all over the place. So it was kind of a really, it was really a non-traditional internship, but through that process um, of shooting that that sitcom pilot, they teamed kind of college students in certain disciplines with local professionals. And through that, I was connected with a PR agency in town and that's where I started at Seaforth PR. Okay. So that's where I started. Uh, worked there for you know two and a half years. Um, really enjoyed the variety that you know the agency can provide. Mm-hmm. Um, was recruited from the agency to do corporate PR at Hayworth Inc. Mm-hmm. Uh, office furniture manufacturer in Holland, Michigan, and loved it. It was great. We did uh, global PR there. Um, had a lot of opportunities to travel, um, pitch meetings with national publications in New York, Wall Street Journal, Fast Company. Uh, again, events all over the country was was a blast. Um, but what I really missed was that connection that I kind of started at the agency, that connection to the local community. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we I, I love the, the city of Grand Rapids, the, the region of West Michigan, and that impact on local communities, what I, I really missed. Um, during the time I was at Hayworth, I had an opportunity for one of my past clients at the agency to pick up some side work, so that's how I kind of started on the journey. Um, and through a series of, of events and budget cuts, um, it made the jump, but I was already thinking, you know, how many clients would I have to bring on to make that jump and really make that um a good landing, but mm-hmm. uh, it all worked out really well. So uh, going on, this is going to be my fifth year cool. with yeah. Com 616. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. So why why start your own firm when you have, like, an established job somewhere? Why, why go off on your own? Well, I guess for me, it was, like I said, it was a little bit of choice and a little bit of uh, getting that nudge mm-hmm. um, through the budget cuts. But... Uh, you know, I have always kind of had that itch, not like crazy, but I've always, you know, been one of those thinkers, you know, whether you're going out for a run or doing whatever, you're always thinking of the, the next idea. 
So that's kind of in my nature. When I was little, I used to sell rocks door to door, trying to think that my neighbors <laughs> buy like these pebbles I found on the ground. Um, that didn't work out, but luckily this has. Um, so yeah, it's kind of been in my DNA, but you know, the course from point A to B is never just a straight line, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so it's unexpected life, uh, events that kind of help, um, push you in one direction or another. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to say, um, I, I think I just had it in my mind. I had been, um, at the same organization for 11 years. I mean, honestly, I was at probably the premier nonprofit in Grand Rapids. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just time to make a change. It was really hard. And what I didn't realize at the time that I left is that I would actually go through kind of a grieving process that took a long time (laughs) um, of kind of stepping away from that and stepping away from the people that I loved and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, leading up to making that decision, I found myself like I would stay up all night working on business plans for businesses that didn't exist that weren't related Mm -hmm. to anything that I was doing. And I thought there's something within me that I, you know, I need to do something different. Yeah. So I thought, well, we'll give it a whirl. And I didn't have any clients lined up. I just kind of left and spread my wings and jumped off the cliff and thought, well, we'll see what happens. How long (laughs) did it take you to build a solid client base after just starting off? Yeah. Well, um, so for me, I was really fortunate that my previous employer was one of my first clients. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's just like anything in public relations, it's maintaining good relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And word of mouth kind of spread, um, spread that way. So everything, every, all business that I've had uh, that I had in my first year was just through previous relationships. Okay. I'd second that. Um, my, my thing is, is if you do good work and you be nice to people, like you'd be, you'd be amazed at the things yeah. that can happen. Yeah. Especially in a smaller market like Grand Rapids where, you know, everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's personal brand, you know. Um, yeah. But um, a lot of the business that I got initially was, again, from my former employer as well, um, but then with my experience in the office furniture industry being um, such a, a large part of West Michigan economy, um, we've been able to get a lot of the initial business from other people you know, whether it's through other manufacturers, other dealers. So I actually started my business with a huge chunk of business in contract furniture and office furniture, mm-hmm. but I was I didn't want to be pigeonholed into one market or one industry just yeah. in case you know, mm-hmm. uh, the economy takes a turn or, you know, you never know. Um, so I wanted to intentionally diversify and get a, a, a wide book of, of clients. And kind of like Amanda said, it's through those relationships that you had, mm-hmm. former employers, uh, people you know through throughout the community from volunteering on, on boards and other initiatives. So um, it, I really hit the ground running with the contract furniture business, but also, uh, again, it wasn't that hard to pick up clients because if you again do good work and, mm-hmm. and be nice mm-hmm. to people they're going to refer you more often than not sure. mm-hmm. so how big are each of your firms Amanda how big is yours so I'm I'm one person and I hire freelancers here and there when workload oh, demands okay. yeah okay. so firm I'm more I'm just a one person job one person job gotcha mm-hmm. yeah and I'm, I'm pretty similar so I have one uh, part-time PR coordinator um, two interns currently, and then I have a, a team of, right now it's like four really consistent contractors that I, I mm-hmm. team up with, um, two graphic designers, one videographer, and one um, kind of strategic communicator, okay. I guess you'd say, that helps with kind of planning and big mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So how do you find trustworthy people, I guess, when you're look when you're on your own and kind of money's tight starting out? For me, it was it was kind of cool <laughs> because I've had the opportunity to come back to Grand Valley and um, teach PR fundamentals, PR catcher okay. twenty. Yeah. Um, so it was through those experiences. Um, you get to know a lot of students, and over the course of the semester, you can't really fake it. You either are organized and hardworking, or you're just kind of floating by. So I use that as an opportunity to kind of take a look at um, some of the students that I was working with and provide some of the, the ones that stood out with some opportunities. So that's how I started. Again, uh, I also um, experimented with um, job boards and Indeed.com and ZipRecruiter and things like that. I posted one, my first job I ever posted, I had 150 resumes in two weeks, which <laughs> I'm not an HR person, right? And then I, I tell my wife all the time, like, there are people that go to school for <laughs> yeah, this right. job to find the right candidates yeah. and match them up. So um, that was an interesting time, but uh, kind of doubled down and went back to some of the great people that I met here at Grand Valley and provided them with opportunities. You know, and I will just briefly say that I think that is probably my biggest challenge on my own is, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've met a few people who, and things have worked out, um, but it's a lot harder. I guess it's kind of like dating. It's a lot harder to find a good match yeah. than what you would think. Yep. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot like dating you, you know, not all of my um, partners and team members are past students. So like Amanda said, you kind of you either are referred to them because they also do good mm-hmm. work and are cool people, um, or you are kind of just, I don't know, I don't know how it works, but you, yeah. you try it out and give it a, a project or two. And it's not only is it the, the output and the production and you know the quality of work, but it's also the personalities, right? Yeah. And that's, I guess, one of the perks of having your own business is being able to make those decisions on what type of people you want to surround yourself with. It's a lot harder than what, what you would ever harder. think, though. You yeah. know, like, oh, wait, I have to, like, maybe not work with someone or say, mm-hmm. I don't know, or fire someone. Like, yeah. this, this is unexpected. And you can't <laughs> fall back on anyone else because you're yep. the Yeah, it, right, yeah. right, yeah. What are some other complications that you faced along the way in your journey? So... Complications, I would say they're just, it's part of the journey, I guess. So being that we're coming up on five years, I take a look back and, and kind of assess the journey so far. And every year seems to have brought a different type of challenge or a different dimension of the business mm-hmm. that you, this is my first business that I ever started and, you know, saw through. So um, every year it seemed like there is a different challenge, whether it's, First, identifying contractors and figuring out what those agreements look like and talking about rates and how does the flow work and do we need to meet in a, at a space or do we do it all remotely, things like that, yeah. to, okay, now you're hiring full-time and now do you, do you offer benefits and what is the compensation and do you offer time off and what holidays do you do and what are your, your kind of employee handbook, right? And that then once, terrifies me. Yeah, that, that's, the it's idea insane. that terrifies. I mean, it's there, you know, like that's what you work towards, right? Mm-hmm. But it's scary. <laughs> yeah, and then now once you have this team, whether they're full time or part time or contractor or a combination, then you have to get office space, and now, now you're you're like navigating real estate and leases and owner rent, you know, that whole thing. So, um, 
the five years, it seems like every year has been a different set of challenges. Sure. And, you know, it's, again, it's managing people now too, right? So now you're not only doing the work, but now you're delegating more and you're quality control. And it's some, to some level, you have to kind of let go a little bit, mm-hmm. which can be hard for some. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's always new, which mm-hmm. is, it keeps it fresh and exciting yeah. though. Yeah, the only the complication that I would add, and it's kind of personal, it, it, on the personal side, is more of just kind of like the isolation you experience working on your own, sure. and it takes, like, you have to be really intentional about reaching out to other professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam and I have both have both served on the PRSA board, mm-hmm. Um because otherwise it can it can just get kind of lonely. <laughs> I bet, I bet, yeah. But it's good to have a network of mm-hmm. people that you can kind of go mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So despite the problems, the downfalls, yeah. um, what's your favorite part of having your own business? So I have an 8-year-old, and she was a big part of my decision to leave, too. So okay. just being able to, like, go and be a classroom volunteer and do all, do all the things with her that's been... Um, really cool taking her to the pool in the summer and I can work under the cabana or whatever it was she plays and so just having flexibility and freedom Mm -hmm. and being able to call my own shots to some degree if if I work better on a Saturday morning than I do from three to five in the afternoon I don't have to sit in an office for because Mm -hmm. someone told me to yeah I'd second that it's (laughs) it's the flexibility it's I'm not gonna lie it's it's a great thing um, again, as you continue to grow, that flexibility seems to kind of dwindle or kind of transform from not determined by uh, an employer, but not de- 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 kind of determined by client load and client work. But as long as you can, as long as you stay organized and you can plan ahead, then you can essentially be pre- as flexible as you need to mm-hmm. be. So that's what I've really enjoyed, you know, being able to take a, a Friday off or a Monday off and take a long weekend with my wife or something like that something we like to do um, not to say that we're just you know out messing yeah. around all the time but um <laughs> we definitely put in the work during the week you know what I mean so we can kind of plan ahead and yep. get those um projects done and, and kind of set up for that so I think the the flexibility is huge and for me it's kind of really rewarding I think um so in college I did like construction and that was like a interesting experience to say the least um but what was cool about it is that you went to a job in the morning, you worked all day, and then you left the job, and you could see, like, physically, that's yeah. what we did today. We mm-hmm. put up the wall or, you know, built the house or whatever it was. Um, so in a lot of ways, that's kind of what I experienced with working on my business and continuing to invest in it and build it um, and nurture it is to have that. It's almost tangible. It's it is, but it isn't. But mm-hmm. you're able to kind of see what you've been working towards and mm-hmm. building, and I think that's pretty cool. And I'm also pretty competitive, so um, <laughs> this kind of uh, feeds the competitive yeah. bug that I have quite often. So we're in Grand Rapids, um, kind of a big spot for like advertising, PR, communications, businesses. A lot of them are really established and very well known in the area. So. What's it like being in competition with them? And how do you make yourself stand out? So, to be honest, I've, I have never given it a single thought. Really? Really, because I, I've just had so much work without doing any work for it, you know what uh-huh. I mean, based strictly on relationships and reputation. I think 
the agencies do amazing work and they mm-hmm. have their spot and it's just a different position. They probably wouldn't want to do the things that I'm that I'm doing okay. or the work with the people that I'm working with necessarily. I think there is plenty of work to go around, um, especially when when you're doing um, content creation mm-hmm. and that no one wants to write <laughs> their own stuff. So if you know what I mean, if you're open to doing that kind of thing. Um, yeah. It, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I haven't really given it much consideration at all. Okay. I would agree. I, w- I would say that um, there's plenty of work to go around, like Amanda said. Uh, it doesn't hurt that we're in a complete economic boom in West Michigan yeah. right now. Like, it's... <laughs> honestly like a renaissance period in the city and the the region really so there's plenty of work to go around every business is doing great things they have Mm -hmm. stories to tell they have things they need to have help with um and like amanda said i i also never have really had any really thought about it if anything i've had more experience perhaps with like referrals and um opportunities to collaborate with other firms on projects um, just because there's so much, but um, yeah, it's it's not really a, a kind of a cutthroat. I've never really had a cutthroat situation, but again, I'm focused on my client list, making mm-hmm. sure that they're more than happy and delighted with everything that we're doing for them. Um, so there's plenty of work for me to right. like. I don't mm-hmm. need to be just you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to do do me. You know I have I mean? my lane. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think like you both said earlier, it's about building the relationships and then kind of who you are and what you, the services you provide. And then it all kind of comes from. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I like to say, you know, people do business with people. Mm-hmm. So again, just like you, you're going to look to hire the right person based on personality and the right fit. So do companies and their contractors mm-hmm. and their kind of firms that they outsource to you have to have that that right clicking personality fit with the client as well so you know establish your own personal brand and if you haven't done so think about what that is do some self-reflection and then you can find other companies that kind of mesh with that and that I think that's one of the keys for um, long-standing successful relationships between a client and our firm okay yeah do you have any advice for somebody that wants to start their own firm So this kind of goes against what Adam said earlier about when he started and he wanted to diversify. So I kind of started like, I've been in nonprofit communication. I want to try something different, right? Mm -hmm. And I was working with a a variety. I worked with some corporate clients and all sorts of different things. And what I learned over that year is that I really need to just stay in my lane and, you know, and really niche down. Okay. Like focus on what you know what you're good at and just live there. Mm-hmm. There's plenty, there's plenty to do there. So, um, I, you know, when I've talked to other people who are looking to get started on their own, I really encourage them, like, focus on what you know. If you're coming from an education background, then what are the positions in education PR um, where you can find some inroads um, and, and work those work those angles for yourself? Okay. So I would say... First of all, it's it's got to be a it's a personality thing. I think either like you have that drive and that grit to to get stuff done and to do whatever it takes to be successful, or you're kind of kind of floating by and just kind of going with this. So I would say assess: is this really what you want to do? Because um, it really seems really sexy on the outside, 
Um, it's like, oh, you're an entrepreneur, doing your own thing, starting your own business. That's all great. Oh, look, he's on vacation and all that kind of stuff. But literally, there are days that I'm, you know, working 12 plus hours a day. Right. <laughs> it's dark when I get up. It's dark when I go home. And that's in the summertime sometimes. You know <laughs> what I mean? So um, being willing to have that honest assessment of yourself and whether or not you really want to put in the work because you're not only the, the CEO, the president, the face of the company, but you're also the HR, the, the doer of the work, the marketing, the sales, the janitor, <laughs> the accountant, the, account, <laughs> the finance person. So it's a lot of work. Um, but if you think that you have what it takes, I think another thing to do is just continue to have a habit of just consistently learning and that being said like you're always put in these situations and you're exposed to different things and I think it's a matter of how alert and like attentive you are during those situations that you can like pick up on things and like continue to learn Mm -hmm. um sometimes you just kind of miss it or sometimes you can be aware I think having that awareness and savvy as well kind of go into it Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing about being on your own is professional development is all on you. So I think learning and looking for those opportunities where you can be savvy about it. You know, I don't go to conferences like I used to. If I do a conference, it's a, it's a big investment for me at this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, those yeah. things. Continuous know. improvement, continuous learning mm-hmm. is, is a key. Um, I think it was Will Smith who said, like, reading and running are keys to success. So, like... For the running part, if you are able to, for any type of like individual intense workout, you have a part in your head, this voice that says like, I'm too tired, like it's time to quit, it's time to shut it down. Mm -hmm. But if you can kind of put that voice aside and like apply that in your business Mm -hmm. and say, well, we have to get this done, you know, this is the deadline, whatever, do whatever it takes to get it done. um, That's one part. So having that ability and then kind of piggybacking off what Amanda said about continuous learning, like there's never a problem as far as the reading goes. There's never an issue hardly at all in the world that hasn't been experienced by other people. So again, if you can read up, be well connected, connect with the right people, find a mentor, talk to people, like there are answers out there. You just got to work and find them, you know? Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thank you both for your contribution to this podcast. It was really nice to talk with you. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA. And check out the show notes for this episode on GVPRSSA.com.